tell. Hello. Use the false loop. Mr. John Lowell. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. What's up now? Spider friends. Go for it. Transform and roll out. And I'll form the head. That's what she said. Hey, this is Jonathan. And this is Alan, and welcome to the Nerd Me Podcast. Jonathan, what are we talking about today? Alan, today we're continuing our series on WandaVision. Today we're talking about episode five on a very special episode. <laughs> uh, spoiler alert, obviously, we're going to, like, the la- it's episode five. This is, this is unreal that we've been doing this five weeks in a row, and uh, I woke up four o'clock in the morning and I was just looking at my phone like, all right, I can do this now or I can do this later. Screw it. I'll do it now. <laughs> I started watching. <laughs> and I kept saying to myself, it's only 30 minutes. It's actually probably a little less. You know, once the, once the credits start, it's a little less than 30, I think. But yeah, this episode was a little longer, actually. It was 41 minutes with the credits. Because um, I noticed it because I, I woke up. It's funny because I woke up and I was like, like all week I'm waiting. I can't wait for Friday, obviously because it's the end of the work week and um, WandaVision was coming out. So I woke up Friday morning and I was like, oh good, it's Friday. And I totally forgot about WandaVision. And something in my in my room, I can't remember what, reminded me. I'm like, oh. And I got so happy. I'm like, oh, I can watch WandaVision. <laughs> um, but I looked at the clock and I had to be at work. At, you know, I had to be online for work at 8 o'clock and it was like 5 after 7. I'm like, oh. Do I have time to do this? Um, so I turned I turned it on and it said 41 minutes because I'm like, oh, I have time because it's usually 30 minutes. I'm like, oh, it's 41 minutes. Ah, it was 10 minutes. But I was able to watch it and, get, and quote, unquote, get the work on time. <laughs> awesome. So uh, I, I took notes and I think you took notes. Uh, mm-hmm. So you want to go, I guess, like through the show or? Well, let's 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 do your overall. Mm. thoughts like last week we were you know i stated last week i was a little disappointed that it wasn't very wand and vision heavy there was a lot of exposition uh finding out what happened outside of the town so what what did you think of this episode as an episode as as a whole as secrets were revealed and more secrets okay. were thrown out there all right sounds good uh i liked it i liked it I, it, it was good to see wanda and vision back again i wanted to delve right back into that into their life um, I think it was a better balance between the two, between the TV show and the real world. Um, Agent Wu and Darcy, they still take me out of it, but not as bad this time. And mm-hmm. I can definitely say, if I'm if I'm going to talk like about performances, uh, the lady that that plays uh, Monica Rambo, I love her. Mm-hmm. Like I love her a lot. Yeah, she's great. Yeah, she's is she stealing the show? She is on par with the veteran actors of Wanda, you know, Wanda and Vision. Uh, she is blowing me away. And I think every episode I'm loving her more and more. And I don't know. I don't dude, I don't know why I like her so much. Uh, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. When we've talked about this, when we talk about the Marvel movies uh, in in our other shows, we always talk about the casting. Now, if, you know, Monica goes the way we think she is where she becomes Photon, another superhero in the Marvel Universe, she's movie ready. Like, she's not TV show ready. She's movie ready. Mm -hmm. She's ready to have her own movie. She's ready to be a part of the Avengers, to show up on the big screen in whatever capacity they're going to use Photon. And I think that's what went into the thought process in casting this particular character. Yeah, 
Yeah, they they did a great. She, I, you know, I, I haven't looked up at her IMDb, but it, it seems like she's <laughs> she seems very experienced, and uh, I am so so. Or you know, obviously it's the writing too. We, we've said before the writing on on this series so far has been so solid. And they're doing a great job with her. I think with Agent Wu, the reason why it pulls me out is that, you know, this is supposedly we're, we're seeing sword. You know, th- this is like the, the highest level of government you can get. Because when you see director Tyler Hayward, you know, he, he's he's a real deal. It's like you can see why he's there. And I, I can't understand why agent Wu is there you know it's like you you look like a bumbling fool why are you there darcy you can say the same thing but she has a knowledge base she actually has right. that knowledge as to why she's there agent Wu, i'm not too sure like he doesn't why are you there like you you look like you're an amateur compared to everybody else well i like i like the agent Wu actor and i like the character of agent Wu. i don't know that putting him in this com- comic relief type role is really appropriate for the situation. Like Ant-Man, you expect comedy. And even Darcy, like Darcy cracks jokes at the most serious moments. And I'm like, professionals wouldn't do that. You know, in these real situations, professionals wouldn't act like that. Like I'm waiting for, especially the head of S.W.O.R.D. to like s- turn around on Darcy and be like, seriously, what are you, like five? Like every time she cracks a joke or something. You know, yeah. and I just, and look, I, you know, you and I both crack jokes on the show and in real life, you know, we, we goof on each other or whatever, but at work, we're not, I don't know, we're not, we're not, it's almost like ruining the moment, like understand the moment you're in. And I think putting a joke in there, especially from Darcy, I think it undercuts her, her knowledge, you know, like, I don't know that you respect the person that's supposed to be this astrophysicist, this just giant brain when they're kind of being goofy all the time, you know? Yeah, um, I, I, th- I wish they wrote her better because I think I want her to be better. I want to like her. You know, I want I want her to bring something more to the show. That's a good point. She is supposed yeah. to be this this brilliant scientist, but when she opens her mouth, when it's non-scientific stuff, she sounds like a goofball. It, it doesn't really match. But I want, her, like, I want her to bring something more. I want her to have her and Wu a reason. Why would Ram... Uh, uh, Captain Rambo hang out with her in the fir- them in the first place. You know, like, what is it about right. those two? Why do they follow her around? What is it? I mean, again, I can see Darcy because of that that knowledge, but all right, well, what do you do? Why are you hanging out with me for? You're not bringing anything to well, the table except well, coffee. Agent Wu's great. Agent Wu's greatest uh, uh, movie, uh, his, his greatest role, of course, as Asian Jim <laughs> um, from The Office, which is just a great, um, a great little cutscene. Uh, no, I, I think. You're right. Why would she hang out with them? Yeah, that's the thing. In, in this episode, Monica's talking seriously, trying to figure out what's going on, and, and then Darcy throws in a joke like, "Ah, you said hex." I'm like, really? <laughs> I, I, I cause I'm like, I'm thinking like, if I was Monica, I would have given her like the death glare. Like, shut up. Yeah, you know? like, it, it pulls me out. Something. It, 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 they keep pulling me out of, of the, the 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 world of Wandavision. But anyway, anyway, that that's the, yeah. but so and, and what? Uh huh. Uh, no, I was going to say, um, I'll go back to it, actually. So you were going to ask me what my thoughts were, I'm yeah. assuming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Uh, I really liked it. I liked it a lot, except for what I just said about the, the, the uh, what I felt were inappropriate comedic moments. Um, I do think they're using Agent Wu not well. Um, one of the questions I was going to ask you is, well, and I forgot to bring it up last week, we know Wu's there because, remember, he's trying to find a witness that's in a witness protection program. And that that has to be something that has to be a big thing. Like yeah. this, this witness has to be something in this, 
Is it Ralph? I don't know. But we'll talk more about that. But um, I really, you're right. It was a great balance. I liked how, um, you know, the first couple of episodes were like, wow, this is really like a comedy show. We're watching like a straight up comedy show. And I'm glad they did that, that they made those first two episodes not so, they, they made them, made that reality like we were actually watching those shows and, and maybe the second episode where cracks started to appear. Um, and this one, the cracks are very fully formed. Vision is out there like, you know, there's something going on here. And you know what really, I don't know why, but I remember it made me very uncomfortable when the, when the credits started rolling. Yeah. And it kept like, I, like I felt like, I guess we were, we're so programmed that when the credits are rolling, it's over. Um, but that the show kept going on. It was real, and they were fighting. Like that was really, it was unsettling to me. Yes, you know? yes, yeah. I agree with you. It's 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 a way they show you. It's little things like that is how they show you that you're not in. This isn't real, like quote unquote real. Like in obviously in the, in the universe of the TV show, it's not reality. Yeah, and they're letting us like this is not reality. These credits are rolling. The show's still going on. They're fighting. Yeah, you know? that was a major WTF moment in my brain. Like. What are you doing? Like you're breaking, you're breaking the sitcom rules. Why are you continuing this argument? And it was almost like Wanda was using that as a way to be like, "All right, we're done talking. I'm going to start rolling the credits." You better, yeah, you know. And Vision's like, "No, no, no, oh, no, no. no. Exactly we're not done yeah. yet." You know. Yeah, I think that's 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 Wanda saying this discussion is over. Roll credits, <laughs> and Vision's like, "No." <laughs> it was good. Uh, yeah, I think that's great. I, I don't know. I can't stop raving about the show. That's why I'm really worried we're headed for a letdown because like, you know, this is how I felt about lost and, and all those other shows that created this huge mystery. And I mean, I wasn't let down by lost, but I thought they could have ended it better, but just things like that. I'm, I'm a little worried. Um, oh, okay. I'm glad you brought that up. So I, I wanted to ask you this. Um, so we're episode five. How many are left? Is it three left? Four. There's oh. nine episodes. Oh, nine. Okay. So, okay. We can call this the halfway point, right? So, when when we started doing this podcast on WandaVision, obviously, you know, we spent a, a good amount of the time initially just thinking of questions and answers and, and trying to piece things together. And we're, we're let's say, halfway through it now. Um, have your opinions changed in regards to where do you think this show is going? Like, how big, how big of, a, of a springboard is this to the MCU? You know, has anything changed in your mind? Because something's changed in my mind, that's for sure. You know, I, I want to know, do, do you feel any differently? No, I think, well, I feel differently in the sense that I feel like this show is going to have huge, like a huge impact on the MCU. Uh, I think this is like the springboard into it. You know, before the show was on, even all these shows, you know, Falcon, Winter Soldier, Loki, um, you know, armor wars eventually i'm thinking you know you're like oh these are just shows starring people we know from the movies like they'd be their own thing mm -hmm. but it's not it's like i mean when they talk about a cinematic universe they are connecting everything and i think what happens here that how this ends you know we've talked about how it's going to tie into dr strange part two and the third spider-man movie but i just think what happens here is going to have huge ramifications across the mcu i think it's going to fundamentally change wanda is wanda going to become the next is she going to become a villain? Like, mm -hmm. what is happening here? It's really, uh, yeah, I'm like, I'm so invested in it. And I think that's why I'm so much more invested in the show, because of what it's going to mean to the to the uh, greater scale of the Marvel Universe, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, it's, it's, 
Yeah, you, well, everything you said is correct. <laughs> I, fe- <laughs> I feel that this is this is is this is like this major starting point, the the biggest direction of what we're going to see for the next de- possibly decade, and how it's going to turn things on its head. And uh, so it it almost seems like this is a much must watch. Um, but in regards to like the show itself, I, I remember like when we fir- did the first two episodes, it's like who's this. Is it Agnes? Like, who are the the pieces moving behind? Uh, I I think I I think I've it's I've settled down a little bit, you know, because I think I was I was thinking it was like um, a little bit more deeper than I thought. But after mm-hmm. watching this episode, I think there's only maybe like two or three questions I have at this point, point. Uh, not as many questions as before, because you know, obviously from last episode, a lot has revealed itself. Yeah, you know, so I have more questions. Yeah. Okay. So, all right, let's get started. Then. <laughs> yeah, let's get into the let's get into the episode. All right. So we open up with um, uh, we open up where the babies are crying. Mm-hmm. Right, and the first thing I noticed was she tries to use her magic to just you know make them sleepy or whatever, and it doesn't work. I'm like, mm-hmm. why? So, boom. Question number one: Why are the kids immune to her power? Yeah, same thing with uh, the previous episode when she's trying to make the start go away. There's her her hex powers. I said hex uh, <laughs> didn't, didn't work. Is it because someone the flow of the show? <laughs> is it because um, someone else created them? Is you know maybe two magics? Like I don't know what the rules are. Oh, that's why I want to bring up with you. Be, be, you made a good point, right? Why didn't the magic work? So the rules have changed. I guess, you know, like, are, are we think... learning new rules? This is where I get ultra conspiracy theorist about this whole show. And, you know, I was telling you before we started recording, I'm like, dude, I think I'm going too deep into this. Like, I'm reading too much into everything. Okay. But I don't think so. I'm like, on the fence. So my thing is this, is like, they're saying Wanda made the kids. I don't think that happened. I don't think if Wanda made those kids, if she made them a reality, she, I think she'd be able to control them. Remember, the first two episodes were, it's all for the kids, it's all for the children, it's for the children, for the children, right? Someone wants those kids to be, wanted those kids to be born. And they, let's go over what we know. They're, they they don't stop crying when she wants them to start crying. They know, they're like, mom, you can bring them back from the dead, bring them back from the dead, right? Uh, the dog. Um, they age themselves without her you know, permission or her, her abilities. So these kids have powers and I, I'll bring it up now. I think that, and like we said, spoiler alert, I think that they brought Quicksilver to the house and that's why he looks different because they don't know what he really looks like. Hmm. Because remember she said when the doorbell rang, she said the vision, I didn't do that. But Monica does say towards the end of the show, um, Darcy asked Monica, like what's real Monica does say those kids are Wanda's like she actually right go ahead yeah so yeah so they are Wanda's but kids we don't, but we don't we don't know that you know we're taking out on the fact that Geraldine knows or not Geraldine that Monica knows exactly what's going on I I think it's a combination I think Wanda is because I believe Wanda was in people's heads I believe she was in Geraldine's head I also think there's something else going on. I think it's Agnes. There's some kind of control or something going on because, and this really stuck out to me. And this is from years and years of watching movies. Um, Let me find it in my notes. So 
All right, so Vision and Norm are at work, right? And Vision frees Norm's whatever brain. And Norm's freaking out with my dad. My dad needs medicine. What's not, what day is it? Where's my phone? Blah, blah, blah. And Vision says to him, Norm, who's doing this to you? And Norm doesn't answer him. And she says, um, Norm says something like, she's in my head. I think we're meant to assume it's Wanda. Oh, it's Agnes. <laughs> doing it to Norm, right? Yeah, I believe, yeah, I think Agnes is playing the bigger role in all this stuff. I mean, yeah. I believe that uh, Ralph is, well, we said this last, last episode, we we think Ralph is the the mastermind behind all this, behind all this. Agnes right. is the person that he's controlling, and Agnes is overpowering Wanda. Uh, so when, that's why they don't say Wanda, it's, it's she, and I, I think right. Agnes is the one that's it's really that's in control, and that's the reason why... That's the reason. Oh, okay. Now I'm thinking about it. So, so Darcy's saying hex magic. Agnes is witch magic. Maybe they don't jive. You know, maybe the witch magic overpowers Wanda's magic or something, because it's it's yeah. They're two different things, and someone is making Wanda pregnant. So yeah, for the children, I, I think someone's just yeah. Influencing That's why them. I don't think I don't think the children are Wanda constructs. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because she can't control them, and they're not children from the neighborhood. And that brings up another point: the vision brings up where are the kids? And my question is like, seriously, where are the kids from this town? And did you, you did you hear what Wanda said? said? She said, uh, she said they're there. Did you hear? Did you pick that up? They're there. Yeah, he says where are the kids, and she throw she has this throwaway line. She says, "Well, they're there, Vision, but I can't control people." you know, going to the post office every day, you know, and I, I got like, whoa, they're there, you know, it's like, so she's picking and choosing who they yeah, see in that town. Maybe she put everybody to sleep except certain, certain amount of people. Yeah. Oh, I, I freaked out. It's like, it's, or, or there was another thing going on that Agnes is doing something at look, this Agnes is shady, man. She's there when the kids are born. She's there when the first time they age up, um, I think she's trying to throw us off or they're trying to, the writers are trying to throw us off when Agnes is acting scared and like, oh, should I do that line again? And that's another thing. Agnes is making it seem like there's a script. Right. Like she knows she's on a TV show or whatever. Like they're acting. So I'm very confused about that. Are they mind controlled? Are they actors? I don't know. Well, the thing with the thing with, with Agnes, when she broke character at that moment, it was done so well. You know, her voice drops, her mm-hmm. her quirky quirky attitude drops, and she she sounds like a regular person. Uh, do I but take she's it afraid from, too? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I took it as afraid. Just more of like, a, do I take this from the top? And it was kind of like, wh- why why is why is it of everyone in the town like they don't know things, but but she's very aware of everything, you know, and it was just such an unsettling feeling and then when you see vision's response to it like why did you see that you know like what's going on and right there you start seeing vision starting to crumble a little bit you know in regards to because he says in the show too like you can't control me right and it's it's like that little light bulb in his head is starting to turn on and i love that i I was not expecting that that early in the show because this is like the first Hmm five maybe minutes maybe into it where she breaks oh, yeah. character i was like whoa what's going on I, I like this is something that, that they've been saving towards the end of the show 
Dude, I am more convinced after this episode that she reanimated that that's not vision. That it's his reanimated body and she, it's her subconscious projecting her, his personality onto the reanimated body. You're talking body. about Wanda? Wanda did it? Wanda's Wanda's oh, okay. it's Wanda's because when Monica says to Wanda when she comes out of the bubble, you know, you 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 brought a sword agent into your home. You know I'm not a threat. There's a part of you that knows I'm not a threat. So there's there's a part of Wanda that's trying to reach out and because we know Wanda is a good person. She's a hero. Okay. She's gone through a lot of emotional stuff. And maybe something like I said before, I think someone's taking advantage of that and magnifying it. And that's why this is happening. Because I don't think this ends with Wanda being totally responsible for everything that happens. It can't because that changes the character of Wanda. And um, I think the flash of dead vision last week was Wanda's subconscious kind of like dropping for a second. So, yeah, the body's there because they're even saying, like, how could she resurrect the vision without the Mind Stone? And the answer, she can't. She's the dude's floating around dead, but she's projecting her per, her version of vision onto that thing. Yeah. And that's her sub. You know what I mean? Dude, how so, creepy is that? You know, the, the I thought at, for a brief moment, you know, in that in that episode, I was thinking, is this a springboard for Marvel zombies? <laughs> that'd be amazing. If Would it be? Because that was be that was very very popular for Marvel. For, you know, there was a while where Marvel comics were just kind of blah, and they did Marvel yeah. zombies, and all of a sudden it kicked in because of Walking Dead and stuff. How yeah. funny would that be? <laughs> because yeah, you're right. Right now, what we're seeing is a construct of, of Wanda's imagination of who Vision is, because right now it's just a dead body floating, floating body. around. Yes, that's yeah. all it is right now, and it's and she's painting over him what she thinks Vision should be and look like. Right. Oh, so, and now I think I think him him kind of rebelling against her is her own subconscious rebelling against her, saying, "All right, I've been underground long enough. Let's let's you know you got to snap out of this. We got to figure out what's happening here." Okay, so um, let's 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 make a decision. Are we saying that Vision is gone? This is not Vision. Yes, I'm saying Vision's gone. Vision. Okay. Yeah. After... Either all right. Either either all right. Let me re- reframe that. Reframe it. Either he's gone or the other power manipulating Wanda brought him back. I don't think because as I'm watching this episode and I'm thinking about all the things that are happening, I'm like, Wanda, this is giving her an immense amount of power, like an immense amount of power to do all these different things, to raise vision from the dead, to to brainwash everybody, to put up the shield around the town. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, that's an immense amount of power to give Wanda, and I don't know if they would, unless unless the theory I said a few weeks ago of her being a sort of living Infinity Gauntlet, meaning not that she could snap away the world or anything, but that she can access all the different powers of the stones, you know. Yeah. Unless she's that, like that, like a quote unquote living Infinity Gauntlet, uh, it's this other person manipulating. And I think this, see, this is what this is the, the track we need to figure out. Who's the witness that's in witness protection and how powerful are they? Now, all we know about Jimmy Woo is that he's worked with Ant-Man. Now, the guy, if you remember, and I don't, like I said, this might be me going down a rabbit hole, but in, in Ant-Man 2, um, the bad guys were working for another bad guy that wanted to buy the buy the building, right? Mm-hmm. We never know who that other guy is. Does it, have, does it have something to do with it? I don't know. Has Jimmy Woo encountered other superpowered people before? Is this per- witness witness protection a superpowered person? 
or an Asgardian with mystical power. You know, it could be anything. Someone right. else with mystical powers. You know, it's all it's all going to tie together because you don't. You know, it's like Chekhov's gun. You don't bring up something if you're not going to use it. So why bring up all this information if they're not going to use it? And they haven't really brought up the witness in like two episodes. Right. They well, might. the writing is is really brilliant because they'll do these throwaway lines, and because they said it, it becomes canon. But they never go back to it again. You know, like in episode uh, two, Dottie, remember that that lady that they're like, oh, you know, we're going to have a little party, whatever. And, uh, huh? He'll be back. He'll be back. Well, I mean, she's she did something that was very uncharacteristic. Like, you know, when, when, when the radio comes over and he goes, Wanda, Wanda, where are you? And she's like, I don't remember what exactly she said, but like, I know you. You're like, you don't belong here. Something like that. Like, well, how did she break that spell? Like, what was, what is it about her that just made her just so different and stuff? And and well, then they it, drop well, it. We don't. We never see her again. Yeah. You know. And and it's it's these little. Because I I watched episode two and three again last night. Right. And uh, mm -hmm. just to see if my perception of the show changed, it did. Now it's like, dude, I need to put a not not just a magnifying glass, but a freaking microscope <laughs> of. Like every line that's dropped, it's like uh, there's a connection to it, you know, yeah. and it's it's absolutely mind blowing. And how how the hell do you do this so tightly on, on this TV series that you made a great point? We both saw thought WandaVision was just uh, just going to be a show, fleshing out the characters, and that's it. And this is way more than that. Way mm -hmm. way more. Well, like, look, and and that Dottie scene, you know. Uh, I was going to say her, her actress name, Catherine Hahn. Um, Agnes says, or, or Donnie says, the devil's in the details. And Agnes goes, that's not the only place he is. Yeah. You're like, oh, come on. That's Mephisto. Like, Mephisto's got to yeah. be the, the, the person that's pulling the strings. But yes. but we don't have that character yet in the, in the Marvel Universe. Like we talked about before, like, do we bring the devil in into this? Or we, do uh -huh. we bring, like, uh, someone like the devil? I guess it would be Mephisto, you know? Yeah, I, it's just, it's and again, he was a major player, especially when it came to the kids. Remember, the kids were. If you watch my video on the on the comic books, um, uh, you'll see that yeah, in the comic books, the the children's souls were pieces of Mephisto's soul, yeah, and that he takes back. So, yeah, it's it's a lot of good and and Mephisto stuff going on plays here. A, actually a, a very big part in the Infinity Gauntlet. He's the one that's actually yeah, whispering you're... Thanos' ears the the whole entire series. Just like, come on, you, you, aren't you? Par show them what you got. You know, you're like what kind of tough yeah. guy you are. It, why don't you depower or something like that and, and make it like it, try and impress Death. <gasps> death. Maybe Death is part of this show too. Mistress I don't, I don't death. know because <laughs> they, they always portray Death as a non non combatant. Like she doesn't take a side. Death is either yeah. good nor evil. Yeah. Just, but Mephisto you know, does play a, a very oh, yeah, big role in, in an Infinity Gauntlet. So I, I, you can see how that's being pulled into this. Um, another thing I, I want, well, just some quick notes. So um, the Descent of Man vision drops that. I kind of looked over the Wikipedia page what it's about. It's just Great. about Say it again. I didn't hear what you said. What? About vision? So uh, vision says he's reading. He's trying to get the kids to sleep by reading The Descent of Man by Charles Darwin. Oh, yeah. And it's it's really just about tying evolution, the theory of evolution to humanity, how humans evolved. So I don't know if that had to do anything like someone evolving in the show. Um, Wanda can't control the kids. It's a family ties opening, which I like. Yeah, yeah. Um, even, like even the, the theme song was very family ties-ish. <laughs> yeah. The baby vision pictures I laughed at. One of the birthday cakes uh, had 
a, a candle like one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> <laughs> that was brilliant because they just kind of aged they in aged one day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, and then, you know, what's going on with Monica? What happened to Monica changed? Monica definitely changed when she got thrown out of Westview. The X-ray yeah, doesn't I, I think that's how she becomes a photon at this point. Huh? What? Oh, yeah. I, I think she, you're right. I think she has her powers yet. She just doesn't know. Yeah. Because because the X-ray, you know, they tried to take an X-ray of her and didn't come out, and her blood work was inconclusive because um, it's probably not blood anymore. <laughs> so who do you and think – Darcy says, I know an aerospace engineer. Who do you think that is? No, Monica says that, doesn't she? Oh, yeah, Monica says it, right. Yeah, she does. I don't know it. because if you – she started texting someone too if you look in that scene. So I don't know who, who's – I. I don't know. I was trying to think because we don't know a lot about Monica. Um, okay, I'm gonna get. Uh, so let's get some picks. Right, who who are the who are the, like the, the the mad scientists in, in the Marvel universe? Well, it's Tony Stark, Bruce Banner. Well, people uh, that we haven't heard about yet. Oh, Doctor Doom, Mister Fantastic, Doom, maybe. Uh, yeah. Who's considered an aerospace engineer? Like, who's a pilot? See, if this was DC, I'd say Green Lantern. Hal Jordan. <laughs> right. Um, I don't know who's – I don't know. That's I, a I hint. That, that's that a too. clear hint that it's, oh, it's somebody. Oh, Yeah. So who? Who is who it? Who did they bring it in? I don't know why. You have, you obviously have a thought. No, I don't. I'm just thinking, I don't know, aerospace. I don't, I don't either. I, 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 I've been thinking about it. I don't know who it could be. I don't know who it could be. Um, but they're definitely setting her up to be Photon because her clothes are now bulletproof. So they're going to they're gonna weave those clothes into her costume, I think. Right, right. Um well, going back to the aerospace engineer, whoever that person is, I'm like after watching the ending, I'm like, oh, is this going to be another character from from the, the no, Fox the properties? Yeah. Oh, McTaggart. Moira McTaggart. No, she's more of a like a geneticist. Or something. I know, but they can bend the rules. I'm just trying to think who are like the brainy people in the Marvel universe that they can you know refer back to. I can't yeah, think of anyone I mean, else. Dr. This is my thing because it didn't. Yeah, it didn't come to me right away. I'm, I'm thinking, I don't know who it could be. What if it's Reed Richards, bro? Yeah, maybe I don't know if they're going to introduce the Fantastic Four on the TV show though. You never know. And uh, <laughs> uh, that'd be big casting. I think we would have heard about the big casting. So maybe. I mean, I, I don't know. I can't think of who else is. I mean, everybody's. If you think about, it, everybody's smart in the Marvel universe. The villains. Look, if you're a villain, you, you're you're a scientist that went bad. If you're a hero, you're a scientist that broke good. So <laughs> they're almost all scientists. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I didn't spend a lot of time on that because it didn't pop into my head. So I'm like, eh. Oh, that one bothered me. I'm like, oh, who is who? Are they, who's she talking about? You know. But <laughs> I, I, I. But again, nothing came to my mind. Like no one like instantly click like oh it's it's gonna be that person but but when that when the ending of the show happens like oh well geez it could be anybody at this point now you know yeah. uh, the, the 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 floodgates opened like a, 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 in regards Marvel to cast of characters yeah. yeah it just became almost anybody at this point well you know, oh oh what if it's roadie war machine oh yeah it could be roadie pilot right yeah, yeah. aerospace well, engine look- no well, he's a pilot yeah, but he might have been an aerospace engineer too. Yeah. <laughs> um, why? You know what? I felt weird and out of place. I thought was weird and out of place. The whole conversation about and what's her alias? You mean she doesn't have a code name? 
Oh yeah, like, I thought... when they trying to get Jimmy Woo to say Scarlet Witch, like I don't like what was it, I, I just in the context of the scene, it seemed out of place. So my feelings on that is this: when when he when he said that, I was thinking, oh, this is where eventually the cat's going to get come out of the bag with Agnes that she's a witch, and that Wanda embraces that aspect of witchcraft with her hex powers. So you think it was more of a all right. We're we're just establishing the fact that she she doesn't have a code name, but maybe by the end of the show she will. Yeah, because they refer they refer to Captain Marvel as Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. so she's obviously got a code name. Um, you know, Iron Man's Iron Man. I was thinking about that as I watched the show. I'm like, they don't really, except for Captain America, they don't really address each other by their code names. Nobody really talks to Tony. Calls him Iron Man. They call him Tony. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I remember like um, because Fox had the real Quicksilver and and the Marvel Universe, they weren't allowed to use that name. So they just kind of disregarded it, I think. But I think in the show that we watched this morning, I think they're just dropping like the little seeds of, oh, she's not a code name. And obviously like the the magic powers we're seeing here are more Agnes witchcraft that I think that one is going to embrace that. Right, because her powers haven't been linked to which which stuff re- really. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She she um, may play the role Agnes of like the emperor. You know, like oh, we yeah. we're gonna tap into this other power where you can yeah. uh, raise the dead. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna right, come down and become more powerful. Right. Um, yeah. All right. I just felt it was weird. like they were, I felt like it was very obvious. Like they were pointing something out. I don't know. It, it, I just it just kind of was weird in my head when I when I when I saw it. Um, okay. So then okay. they're saying mm-hmm. they said they said that Vision uh, Wanda stole Vision's body nine days earlier. Yeah. So the longest this has been going on is like nine days, and we know that it's three weeks after the snapback, right? Uh huh. So it, so we're saying Wanda took over about two weeks after the snap so I'm like what happened to her between the end of Endgame because she seemed mentally stable at the end of Endgame right huh. her, her last line at Endgame was you know they, they both they both know they both know yeah so it, it definitely is on her mind and then when, when she reveals herself at the end of the show she's clearly wearing the same outfit when she battled mm-hmm. Thanos already so it is pretty and tight. her accent came back uh, yeah yeah yeah, when she stepped out of the dome. Yeah, so that you know, we theorized about that, and she's just she's just doing the American accent because that, it's show. an American sitcom. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. yeah. Um, that was a great scene. She was great. I was scared of her in that scene. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. You know what that reminded me of? Again, linking back to the end of the show, it reminded me of that that scene in X two where Wolverine and and Iceman and Rogue were stepping out of the house and all the guns were trained on them and you know and Magneto's and they, they fire their weapons and Magneto's like I can't I can't hold all the bullets uh, Charles you know and did you get that feeling at that point I didn't I don't know I just I just remember that scene where everyone's pointed the guns at them and then she flips it around Oh no no I mean, I just I just love the coordination it took just to get them all to move at the same time <laughs> yeah, so like cool. one, two, three, pivot. <laughs> was like, whoa. He's like, whoa. And dude, the dude's reaction is like, whoa. Yeah, he's like, whoa, stand down, please don't pull the trigger. Whoa, and then like a brown thing would have popped out of my pants. So I was like, whoa. 
Okay, I'll tell you one thing that did throw me off, and I, it did still does not make sense when I even watch it. I rewatched it again last night. Um, Norm, right? They're all in their office on the internet. And I'm like, wait a minute, this is the '80s. That wasn't there. I mean, yeah, they, email, the internet. That got me a little. Uh, is it because now, they do that on purpose, or is that just Wanda thinking that Wanda not knowing the difference? But is it because? So the only way I can tie this in is that when the kids aged up, what five oh, years? To the 90s. Did it yeah. did it push the world five years too? Because that would uh, be, get us closer to the nineties. I'm like, well, why is the internet there? And they're talking about the email. That didn't make any sense. Yeah, I, that's a good question. I did. I I I just took it as Wanda's just thinking, because she was born in '89, and that's weird that they. They usually don't give out ages, but they, they pretty much say she was born in 1989, which would make her 32 or 31 at this point. And um, I think I, I just took it as Wanda just kind of confusing that because, look, you and I do it all the time, yeah. um, confusing when things came out in what decade. So I just took it as that. Yeah, I, I felt maybe when the kids aged up five years, that pushed us from like 85 to 90, you know, and that was the only way I can really explain it. But it was like, huh, what, what's going on here? Even even when when they sent in the drone and they said, well, we're going to use 80s technology. Uh, no, <laughs> there's no way. Even if you had like 80s technology, their cameras were not that tiny back in the 80s, you know. So they, they should have had something a little bit more clunkier looking. Oh, you mean the 80s drone? Yeah, because they had the drone fly in afterwards and they said, well, we're using 80s technology. No, I'm sorry. It wasn't. It wasn't like that back in the '80s, especially if you're looking at the camera itself. Yeah, you know they well, didn't, the, they didn't get the, microscopic at all. Even if the camera was all. small enough, I don't know. I don't know that the drones were able to have audio capability where you can talk to them or microphone. I don't know if it had all that in the '80s. Yeah. Drones, you know so this I mean? is what I was talking about at the beginning of the show. What are the rules? Who's creating the rules? Yeah. And it's got to be just whatever Wanda thinks. Whatever. Yeah. Is suiting and, yeah. To her. Wanda. Yeah, I think of Wanda thinks. You know, whatever comes in has to be 80s. And if that device was whatever shell, like the shell was an 80s drone shell or something, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I think it would have been funny if the camera was more like, you know, the, those old cameras they use for film, like when they make movies, right. like the, with a reel. <laughs> but, oh, one more thing I want to, I want to bring, not one more thing, but uh, uh, Monica's look when they said, well, Captain Marvel almost brought down Thanos. Right. It was almost Some like she, yeah, Captain Marvel almost. Yeah. It almost seems like she's a little upset there. Like, ah, oh, like I don't. Yeah, like, she made a face. Yeah. Oh, see, maybe that's why I like her because she doesn't like Captain well, Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> well, my thing is this: so we know Mom dies of cancer. Did you get the cancer from Captain Marvel? Captain Marvel leaves the planet never to come back. They were like best friends, right? And she was Aunt Bree or whatever the hell her name is, Carol. Mm. <laughs> um. So maybe, you know, I, I took it as she's either upset that she left and never came back. Mom dies of cancer. Is it possible she thinks she got it from exposure to Captain Marvel? It may not be true, but maybe she just assumes that since she wasn't around anymore. Um, yeah, there was something there where she was like, she made that face when someone you don't like's name is brought up. You're like, oh, <laughs> that person. Yeah, like she almost didn't like the, the idea to think that Captain Marvel was the person that went toe to toe with Thanos, you know, she didn't like that idea. And I was like, Oh, look at, and that's what I mean by acting, you know, mm -hmm. very subtle, but it, it spoke volumes to me as to how she felt. And that's acting. Uh, she, yeah. She and I, that's, what's great about the show. You have to pay attention to so much. Yeah. So good. I want to, let's go ahead. Do you remember when, when, uh, the kids were saying like, 
uh, like, where's dad? And he's like, Wanda's like, well, he's at work. And the kids are like, well, it's Saturday. Right. He's like, oh, well, that's what, why was it? Why was that a big deal? I just put question because, marks on my notebook. <laughs> because I think Wanda fast forward. I think Wanda fast forward to the town to Monday because it was a Saturday. Because remember, it's Saturday and Envision's at work. So she's like, oh, well, I'll just make it Monday. This is another thing I'm thinking about the kids. They're immune to her. They're immune to her changing reality. Yeah. Like they change their own reality. And this is why I think, I really, really think they're responsible. And maybe not purposefully, but they're responsible for Quicksilver coming back. Because here's the deal. The kid says, mom, you have a brother? She said, yes. Later on, the door knocks and Wanda's like, it's not me doing this. Quicksilver comes in, but it's not the Quicksilver we know from Marvel Universe. And Darcy even makes the comment they recasted Pietro. So my thinking is the kids brought back Quicksilver, but they didn't know what he looked like. Hmm. Or they, they just kind of gleamed what, you know, pieces together of what he might look like. And that's why I still had the silver hair and all that stuff. Um, I was a little upset because I did make the prediction that the kids were going to age up and Evan Peters was going to play an older uh, older twin that, that becomes Speed because Speed does look like Pietro in the comic books. I, I kind of like I kind of like what they did, and it's, it's pretty re- remarkable that Marvel had the opportunity to do something like this, actually recast yeah. Quicksilver in a sense, because in sitcoms it happened quite a lot. You know, like yeah, the two Darrens on, on Bewitched, you know, so I, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, I think... I think so. There's a line that that happened in in the show that I caught last night. Something like um, when the dog died, and the kids are like, "Mom, you know, bring him back to life." And yeah. and I bring think, back the dead. yeah, yeah. I the, the, I think the kid wrote it. Wait, let me get my notes here. Kid says, "Can you fix it?" No, Agnes says, "Like fix the dead. You can do, you that? Can do that." Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like ah, so so this is it. So so th- this was interesting in a sense that. What we understand right now is that can Wanda bring up people from the dead? That's the question mark. But she can't bring her own, like her MCU brother, back to life because he is dead, dead, like dead. You can't. Well, did bring... she, didn't she say she can't bring back people from the dead? I doesn't want to say I, I can't do that or something like that. I, I don't know. I was listening. I don't think she actually specifically said I can't. She almost it almost alluded to like she didn't want to. You know, I don't think she hmm. says I can't do it. And so when 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 we see this other Pietro, it's kind of like, well, it kind of makes sense that, you know, as of right now, no one's bringing people back from the dead because MCU brother is dead. But this is right. another way of bringing in a brother from another universe. Kinda right. Like but that. Wanda's raised. This is my thing. I think Wanda's honest when she says she's not the one doing it. So either she's doing it subconsciously or it's really not her doing. Well, and the what I, I got from that's, there, that's more of a clue. I think her saying I can't bring people back from dead. I think that's more of a clue that the vision is really dead. Maybe I don't. You know yeah, I, mean? I don't. Again, last night I don't. I do not recall her saying I can't do it. Um, oh, dude, I lost my train of thought. Damn it, <laughs> dude! It's early for me, man. It's seven thirty in the morning. That's okay. <laughs> All right, so um, well, let's just keep talking about. It. So I, like I said, and I think, I think I don't know. I just think Agnes is. First of all, Agnes probably killed that dog. Oh, I remember what it is. So when 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 Wanda's like, I I didn't do that. It's because I think that anytime she, Wanda's is controlling things in regards to uh, things happening when she needs it. So like Agnes, for example, 
when going back to the first episode, oh, I need food. Boom. Agnes is there because Wanda made it happen, you know? Right. And so the this thing with Quicksilver, I don't think she made it happen in a sense like, well, I made the door knock because I because the whole thing with with Wanda, she wanted to stop arguing with, with Vision, so she rolled the credits. And then they're having this talk like, you know, Wanda and Vision were talking. I don't think what Wanda, Wanda <laughs> what Wanda meant to say was I didn't make the door knock because I wasn't trying to interrupt you to Vision. That's how I took it. Like, oh, I didn't make the door knock because I don't want to listen to you. I, 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 like, I didn't purposely do that, you know? So I, I, oh, no, I took it totally as like, I don't know who's at the door. I didn't do that. Like, this isn't, I think she knows when Agnes comes in. I think she knows when these people are going to show up. And yeah. I think she was genuinely surprised by like, why is there someone at my door? I didn't make that happen. That's what I, I took it as. Okay. Um, so yeah, it's, it's interesting. One of us will be right or both of us will be wrong or one of us will, or both of us will be right. But I, I do like the idea of, of if she's in control of it or not, that what a brilliant way to pull in a Fox property, you know, like yeah. how, like how convenient is that, that they had two Quicksilvers that can take its place. It makes sense that it's a sitcom because it does happen. What yeah. a really seamless way to bring in a character without, really without trying to, without trying so hard to explain it or shoehorning it. This is almost think, like seamless. Yeah. The MCU Pietro, uh, Aaron something something he he played kick ass. I think he specifically took that role because he didn't want to be like he wanted to make sure he played a character that died. He didn't want to be in, in sequels and stuff like that. So I don't even know. I, I don't know if they reached out to him or if they just said, you know, it'd be better if we, bring, you know, it works story wise better if we bring in the X Men Quicksilver um, because of that. You know, oh yeah, they switch out Darrens and stuff like that all the time. Um, I also have. This is the thing. I think every time Wanda speaks, she's being honest. She says when she's fighting with Vision, uh, she denies being in charge of everything, and she doesn't know how any of it started. I think Wanda might have woken up in this world, realized she could manipulate it, and that it was kind of like her fantasies coming true. Like she woke up one day and Vision was there, and and she just kind of rolled with it. That's what I think's going on here. Yeah, it's possible. I mean, she does. I mean, yeah. that that last scene right there said volumes, you know, because it starts off with with monica saying or was it this episode i'm getting confused now <laughs> like it, it's all wanda i i think that's to di di divert the viewers to make it seem like it is all wanda but it's actually not and i think that and i last... think and i think i think that's what monica's view is i think monica think because she she knows that wanda was in her head and i this is why i think it's it's a bait and switch I and mean, they do it in tv all the time it's like they, they don't get specific. They'll use pronouns like she this, she that. Oh, it must be Wanda. They're talking about Wanda. Wanda's a she. Uh, and then, you know, even Monica being like, oh, Wanda's, in, you know, Wanda, it's all Wanda. Of course that's there to throw us off. But Norm specifically doesn't mention Wanda when Vision says who. And Agnes is always around when certain big things are happening. And we know just from the character Agnes and the comic book of uh, Agatha Harkness that there's something there. Now, Agatha Harkness in the comics is an ally of Wanda, but, you know, they could switch that easily. Um, so I think, I think it's, a, and Wanda says, I don't know how this happened, how this started. Um, I'm not in control of everything. So I think, I think those are honest statements from her. I think she, whatever woke up or whatever happened after she saw Vision's body, maybe she went into like a little fu a fugue state, 
She woke up there. She she woke up. She was married to Vision. She had this wonderful home. She you know she was living this life that she thought American life was like from watching TV, and she's like, okay, I'll roll with this. And you know that end fight is very telling because she even says to him, she's like, you've never talked to me like this, and I, that's another reason I think it's not him. She's like, you've never spoken to me like this before. Where are the children? He says, and um, why are you doing this? And then then when he says. When the door knocks and she goes, that's not me. And he goes, I want to believe you. But he says something like, statistically, I can't. <laughs> He's like, you know, the probability is that you're doing this. Right, um, right. Yeah. So it's, it's really, I really think it's, uh, I don't know, it's, it's awesome. <laughs> I just like, where are the kids? That's a, like, I mean, think about that. Because when we talked about the first two episodes about, oh, you know, to really talk about children, about her having kids and they're saying this PTA thing is for the kids it's a magic show. Where are the kids? Like, I didn't even notice you hadn't seen kids yet. Yeah. Yeah. We'll rewatch again. I'm going to, I'm going to check it myself. I'm pretty sure she says there are kids or, or the kids are there or something. It's a throwaway line. I'm like, oh, the kids are there. And it got even spookier, you know, like yeah, what, what's like, going on? Yeah. No, it's, 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 it's so good. And, and that, that end scene was so powerful. Again, like, it starts off with Agnes breaking character. I was like, whoa. Like if, and that was, to me, I thought that was a big moment. And right away I'm thinking, if, if this is like not the big moment, holy crap, the ending is going to be huge. You know? Yeah. So. And they're, they're making, as Vision slowly comes out of the sitcom days, Wanda is being forced to come out of it. Like Wanda tried to end the show, but she had to, you know, Vision wouldn't let her. They had to fight. Wanda has when she sees pietro she truly first of all she does recognize something she's like pietro <laughs> yeah and she is truly not aw- like before this point she was aware of everything that was going on this now she doesn't know what's happening and 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 being forced to walk out of it and confront sword you know with the drone and all that that's just you know she goes look you leave me alone i'll leave you alone and I'm sitting here, I'm like, this isn't, like, someone yell at her, like, you're a hero, like, why are you doing this? Heroes don't act like this. You know, I just kept thinking, I'm like, what if Cap was standing there? Would he yeah, but you know, I think it, he would have been able to talk. No, I, I think it's you know? consistent. I think it is very consistent with her character. You know, if you look back to, like, if you watch Age of Ultron, uh, she does flow back and forth. You know, she was yeah. working for Baron Van Strucker. You know, she was that. She was I'm not saying she didn't realize she was a bad guy, but she, you know, she yeah. kind of was sided with it. So I, I think that's pretty uh, consistent with the character. And even when she uses her no, I, her hex powers on like Cap and and Doctor, you know, I mean Iron Man, it's like she was playing with their mind and, and their emotions and stuff. And so I, I think that is kind of consistent with her that she can go back and forth. It just depends on uh, uh, <laughs> on who she wants to follow. You know, even yeah, even I, when it comes to um, Civil War. Right. It's like, again, right. she's having to choose sides between, you know, Tony Stark and, and Captain America. And she flips in the middle, you know. So I can see that. And I, and I, I do like this aspect of her, even though I know she's an Avenger and she's a hero. This show has just made her co- her character so complex that mm-hmm. I like her way more than I ever did. Like, I, it was cool she was in Avengers. I didn't care for her. I thought she was, a you know, like... The background character she was very powerful right. you know um but after this her characters became extremely complex and i'm 
I am loving her. Like her envision it's just really interesting to me. And well, uh, and I'm glad. Well, I think what it, what it brings up for me with her is because I wanted her because I like I liked her journey of becoming that hero, becoming that powerful person that, you know, I mean, she fought well in, in, in Infinity War and in Endgame. She did a great job. And I just kind of, you know, I feel for her in the sense that she, I think out of all the Avengers, she's the most internally conflicted from the beginning. And she has the most, I hate the word, but the, like the uh, maybe psychological, emotional damage from growing up and being experimented on. Even though they volunteer, you're still being experimented on, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Captain America is a good man. It's laid out in his first movie. He's good. Tony Stark is flawed. In a, he's flawed, but in a way, he's making up for what him and his father did in creating these weapons. You know, that's his drive. And of course, you know, Spidey, great power comes great responsibility. All these heroes, you know, War Machine has a sense of duty to the military. That's why he does what he does. Same thing with Falcon. They have the sense of right or wrong. Wanda is not so clear cut, and I think that's why she kind of flips back and forth because she doesn't know what's right, and that's why like part of me was like, not that she was acting out of character, but that she needed someone to remind her that she's not this person. That if Cap were there, I'm like Cap could have talked her out of this. Like it would have all ended right there if Cap was standing before her, hmm. saying, "I know you. You've grown. You're a good person." You know, just reminding her of all this stuff that she didn't have to fall back. It, it's great because. It's like that, you know, think about people that diet, right? They diet, they diet, they lose weight, they feel good. And, and a lot of times they fall back to their old habits because it's what they know and it's because it's easier. Um, and then they get, you know, they feel bad. So I'm not surprised that Wanda kind of fell back into this, I don't want to say evil, but this, 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 it's all, I don't know. I, I, how does it, if an emotionally, if every emotionally hurt person in this, on this planet, like emotionally, very emotionally hurt because everybody carries emotional hurt pain, but like very emotionally hurt people on this planet had powers. What would that look like? And I think this is what it would look like because she's not trying to hurt anybody. She's just being selfish. She's just basically saying, this is, I just want a home. I want a husband. I want a home. I want a family. I want to live a nice, quiet life. Why can't I? Oh yeah. I mean the whole construct you know? what we see on TV is it's just her happy place. That's all. She's, yeah. she's in control of it. She has everything she wants. She has a vision. It's it's her husband. She married him. She has kids, mm-hmm. you know, and and people are, are kind of interfering with her. And so she's yeah. she's playing along, but not playing along. She's right. still being manipulated, with, you know. There's still a bigger Wanda, power. You know, when when you when people tend to be selfish, uh, people tend to be be hurt along the way and i think wanda's not recognizing you know again because she has these powers it's very obvious the towns you know the townspeople are being manipulated are being you know scared and frightened and 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 hostage held i guess right more or less um it's just a manifestation of of her her of her loneliness and and um the pain she's gone through and maybe you know it's two weeks after endgame it's a situation where everything's calmed down she's got a real she's really got time to reflect on everything she's lost because Wanda comes out of this losing everything not just vision but you know I think Cap meant a lot to her I think uh, in a way Tony probably meant something to her um all of that you know she's never got over losing her brother she never got over losing her parents because that's what drove them in Avengers Ultron well, Age of Ultron. I, I think that's what makes this show so good we, we got a mm-hmm. like a, like I said a a background character 
And they're doing such an amazing job fleshing this character out that because she is complex and it's it like we're we're thinking about her, we're thinking about how she feels and what what's going on with her mind and is is this a construct of of how she's dealing with loss and pain and things like that and it clearly seems like that's what it is. But the, the greater thing is that she's being manipulated too it's got to be yeah. you know and that's what makes this show so interesting and and why why we've been podcasting weekly because you know you, you get more answers you get more questions and it, it just seems to grow but i i like how they're just doing it the, the questions are subtle but they work and there's meaning to it they're not it, dude there's just a lot of shows out there like you can watch movies where just things just don't make sense and they don't care about it you know yeah like how we we tore apart wonder woman just because it was just so inconsistent with the rules of, of the movie and right. in this tv series i mean you got so many episodes and wow it's tight they're being very consistent and and it's you're you're in in it for the ride and when when uh when you see the the new quicksilver shows up it's like okay the rules are broken, but I'm okay with it because it makes sense for some reason. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So I just thought about this. This is a way wacky theory. What if the purple man is the guy behind everything from Jessica Jones? Although I think they killed him in that show. Yeah, he's not around. Oh, okay. Because remember, he could just control people by talking to them. That's an easy out. I didn't. I mean, he was a cool character, but I thought he was yeah. he was too powerful. That's what made him great, man. Yeah. Yeah? No? Okay. Maybe. So, yeah. All right. Maybe. maybe At this point, anything can happen, right? I think it's a it's a way. Look, we, we know witchcraft or magic exists in this Marvel universe. So I think it's a way to bring witchcraft and, and more mysticism into the, into the Marvel universe. And I think Agatha or Agnes is definitely some form of Agatha Harkness. And I think this guy, Ralph has something to do with something. You know, it's going to make me giddy like a schoolgirl, dude. If, if this whole WandaVision, it's, it's crazy how tightly woven it is back to the MCU. I'll be so excited if this is somehow, somehow interconnected with Falcon winter soldier, you know, but I think when the, when the Disney plus thing came out, I think, Falcon Winter Soldier was supposed to be the first show to come. Supposed out. to be first, yeah. Yeah. So, well, I, I looked it, at the release dates. There's only there's so Wanda WandaVision ends on whatever like a certain date, like on Friday in March. Next week, there's nothing new, and then the week after that, Winter Soldier and Falcon starts. Okay, cool. So, hey, before we wrap things up, I want to bring up one thing that we for some reason we never brought up. Do the commercials, right? It's the yeah. same people playing the same roles, right? Mm-hmm. And I did catch this on YouTube. I did not think I won't take credit for this one. Each commercial is a reflection of the stone. Think about that one. What do you mean a reflection of the stone? So this episode was... I thought it was just parts of her life. Because this episode was Lagos, which is when she was Civil War, when she accidentally blew up when Rumlow... Uh, crossbones blew up when she raised him to the air and she blew up the building yeah yeah so, so i just thought it was different parts of her life what yeah you mean again I, I take zero credit for this one so the, i thought this was super fun oops <laughs> i thought this was so cool super fun super yeah. fun uh so this episode was it was like bounty right the quicker picker upper. Yeah, the, the so it yeah. was red liquid just like ether right and then the and then I saw like another commercial where it ends where it almost looks like the cosmic cube. I'm like, oh my god! Each oh, yeah, commercial right. is a freaking stone. This show is freaking brilliant, bro. 
I'm oh telling you, she's God. a freaking human divinity gauntlet. Jeez Louise. So I watch that YouTube. I'm like, okay, that went right over my head. But like when they mentioned, I'm like, holy crap. That, that Finally, there's something that makes sense. Yeah, that well, yeah, was, that I, was I noticed. Cool. I noticed the cube looked like the test rack. I just didn't say anything because I, I, I don't know why I didn't think that was important at the time. <laughs> but it's like, cool. Oh, it's like, like the Tesseract. I, I love that in the show they, they're incorporating like commercials, like like a regular sitcom, but there's actually like meaning to it. I, again, this is all in Wanda's head, you know, obviously. Yeah. But but that she's being controlled too. Awesome. It's a good show, man. I hope the show gets nominated for stuff next year. This I really is like do. an episode of like Three's a Company, you know, where they heard the wrong thing and they're, and they're like, again, where they're saying, oh, she, we think it's Wanda. Uh uh-uh, uh, it's not Wanda. It's Agnes or it's someone beyond Agnes. Uh, next episode, what do you think? Oh, it's, it's, so, it's so hard to say. I don't, man. Look, I got to tell you, I, they, I don't know why, but there was like a promo trailer for episode five and six. I'm like, I'm not watching it. Five I'm and not, six? I'm going to the library. There was uh, like after last week's episode, there was a trailer for episode five and six. Oh, like, I'm not watching that trailer. No, no, screw that. I, I, th- this whole thing about I'm being mean, surprised is amazing. No, what's weird though is well, you haven't watched any of the trailers, but, but you know there's a Halloween episode where they're dressed up like they're comic book characters, right? Yeah, I thought it was gonna be this episode actually. Well, that, my thing is like, how do you go from this, how they end this episode, to hey, it's Halloween, let's get dressed up? <laughs> like, isn't Vision like, I'll get dressed up, but we need to talk later? <laughs> yeah, know? yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah. it's cool. I mean, I, I like right now that the layers are being peeled back. I thought two episodes ago, or is it was it two? No, last episode it was too too much a reveal. And was it? See, I'm getting confused now, man. <laughs> last yeah. last episode was the. Uh, Outside of outside the bubble. Yeah, I thought that was it, it. Was way too many answers at once. I, I kind of like now that they're they're revealing like piece by piece because it's stringing me along a little bit more. You know, because you and I both said like, what's the intrigue now? But now it's it's the intrigue is still there. You know, are we gonna, mm-hmm. is this Quicksilver now going to be part of the show somehow, some way? And it's gonna it's really gonna reveal is is this entryway for for like the X Men, the the mutants, really? Because they couldn't say mutants because Fox owned that term. So it's right. I, I'm wondering if that's gonna happen. And 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 I dude, I think the last episode is gonna be like brain busting. Yeah, but I can tell you this: the last episodes we're gonna it's gonna end, and we're gonna have like a thousand more questions, and we're gonna have to wait like a year for like a, a movie to come out, like Doctor Strange or something. Like, no, because <laughs> that's what they do. They do it to us all the time. Yeah, yeah, but dude, who 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 would think that this TV series would be so integral to the future of the Marvel universe? It's crazy on how how much is weighted on, on this TV series. I. Again, I just thought it was just gonna be like, oh, it's one division, so what? Who cares, you know? Yeah. But it's it was it's definitely more than that. Yeah, I mean, I I, I wanted to watch it, but I was like, all right, this will hold me over until the movies come back or something, you know? This is way better than movies. I mean, this is uh, yeah. way better, dude. Come on, the TV series. This is it's way better than. Feige, man. They got to give him like a special Oscar or something because dude, he, this guy's... He, he made a deal with the devil, bro. Come on. Everything. <laughs> everything he touches turns gold, man. Yeah, I mean, why why can't why can't Warner Brothers do that? I mean, I, I don't get it. It, it seems like because they don't have a Kevin Feige. Apparently, this is harder than. I mean, and that's the thing. Feige's making it look easy, but all these other movie companies have, been, have tried to have these, ex, ex, you know, what do they call them, expanded universes or whatever, um, and nobody can do it. it. It's 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 an incredible feat. You think about um, 
the Star Wars franchise. I'll probably throw in Lord of the Rings too, maybe. And then you got the MCU universe. Who would think that that something like this would happen? Because I, I, I clearly remember when I saw Lord of the Rings and it was coming out like one year after another, how tight it was. I remember telling my wife, I don't know if I ever see something like, like will I ever see something like this again, like this epic scale of, of movie making. Because I was blown away with Lord of the Rings. And then this happens. <laughs> and it totally kicks his ass. And it's yeah. it's amazing. So if you had to compare like the universes of Star Wars, which is huge in scope, and the MCU, what are your thoughts on that? Because I know you're a big Star Wars fan. Um, I think the MCU does it better because, well, at least in the movies, because it was hard for Star Wars to get us to like anybody past the original cast. Right. You know? Um, and even as I get older, the, the prequel movies, I'm warming up to them. Um, but these sequels are just like, I don't care about anybody in the sequel. I don't, it has nothing to do with the actors or anything like that. It's just, I, the characters are just, they're blah to me. Um, they did better with rebels, expanding universe and rebels and clone wars. Um, but I think Marvel, Marvel just, I, I, I don't know, man. Because they, I'll call because, it consistent. Look, they, this is this is all yeah. Kevin Feige. But they also they they do it by not giving you the same thing every movie either. I know a lot of people think the Marvel movies are all the same, but they're not. I mean, you know, Captain America: Winter Soldier is a spy thriller. Ant Man's a heist comedy. You know, there's mm-hmm. just they give you all. You know, Guardians of the Galaxy is a nice space adventure. They they give you different genres and it, it mixes it up so it doesn't get boring. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, they they really I took know, a genre of comic books that yeah, that you and I, I have enjoyed. And if I want to watch a, sorry, go ahead. No, it's okay. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I was gonna say I know if I want to watch if I'm for a Marvel movie, I can pick any one of them and I will enjoy that the next two hours. Yeah. You know, yeah, I have my favorites, but I know I could throw on an Ant Man. I know I could, you know, I watched Age of Ultron after WandaVision started, and back in the day, I was like, eh, you know, it's a good movie, but I enjoyed that movie so much more every time I watch it. And it, you know, just things like that. It's it's it's, it's amazing. And this Feige guy's the he's from New Jersey. What what? <laughs> so, uh, anything else? No, it's just that he he grew up in New Jersey reading comic books. I'm like, I wonder if I ever ran into him. I wonder if we were ever in the same comic store at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> we were kids. Um, uh, no, just you know, we'll be back next week with One Division episode six. It's funny when after we did one and two, we're like, ah, we might do every episode. We'll see. Now I'm like, no, we're back for six. I don't care. I don't care if it's an hour of, of a blank screen. <laughs> we're, we're coming and talking and <laughs> talking about that blank screen. Uh, yeah. you, you can find us on Facebook, Nerdomy Podcast, Instagram, Nerdomy, Twitter, Nerdomy Podcast, YouTube, Nerdomy Podcast. Uh, if you can, if if you can rate and review on iTunes, it really, really helps. You know, yes. uh, give us the five stars, give us give us like a, a rating and a review. It really, really helps us like tremendously. Like, like you have no idea. So please, yeah, write a quick review. Tell tell us how much we like you like us. Please. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Also, you can catch me. Uh, my Instagram is Mom's Basement Collectibles. You can click, uh, connect with Alan on Dr. Indiana Jones and Dr. Indiana Jones Jr., both at Instagram. There you go. I want to give a quick shout out to uh, another podcast that I stumbled upon uh, Buzz in the Tower, B U Z Z N, the Tower. Uh, Mo and Max, they, they have a, a really good 80s uh, genre kind of podcast. And uh, 
I highly encourage you guys to, to give them a listen. Anything Ooh. else? We're all done? That's all I got. All right. Till next time. Hey, who's the popsicle? That was weird. Peace. Peace. He says that at the end of the show. Yeah, I know. It was weird. Did you did it? Well, wait. Wait, it's weird that I quoted it. It's weird that he. Said it's weird, yeah. Like even though it was Quicksilver, and yeah. and I was wondering, is it a standing Quicksilver, or are we really seeing the Quicksilver from the X Men? Because he seemed a little off in a sense, like with with how he was talking and stuff. Like, did you think it was consistent with the with the Fox Quicksilver? Um, well, he's a little older. Looks a little chubbier. He didn't have his goggles on. Yeah, but I mean, like, the way he was portraying the character. Did you feel like this, hey, this is definitely Fox's Quicksilver? Well, first of all, well, yeah, I guess so. I, well, because, you know, I mean, it's it's real time. Actually, it's like 2023 in the Marvel Universe, because remember... Infinity War, all the Marvel universes took place in real time, except for like Captain America and Captain Marvel, the first Captain America. Mm-hmm. But they all took place in real time. But if it, so if Infinity War came out in what, 2017, 2018, something like that, and they jumped five years ahead. So now they're in the future. So this is taking place like 2023. And so weird. The X-Men movies, the X-Men movies were so stupid with their, con- their time continuity, you know. Yeah, that you don't even know. So I don't know. Did he? Is he like Quicksilver? I, don't, I guess he's gonna be Quicksilver now. Well, yeah. I mean, because after Days of Future Past, see, I even I get confused as to what the what the real reality is over there on Fox. You know, because if it's Quicksilver from the MCU, then this is clearly clearly the uh, like the young Magneto, the young Charles Xavier. You know, like yeah. that group versus like uh, you know, the, well, the and, first and, and group. The, Whatever riff, if he's like the actual Quicksilver from the X Men movies, does that mean that Wanda or whomever opened up like a dimensional rift? Does that have all the other X Men are going to come over? Yeah, I don't know. That, I guess. I mean, yeah. I mean, and then, oh my god, what if this ends with them introducing the X Men? See, okay, and I'm still recording, by the way. So, okay, thoughts. Last episode, obviously, we don't know who, but. If you could bring someone into that last episode as the big like, huh? Who would it be? I have I have my pick. Ask the question again. Okay, so let's say it's it's the last episode. You know, right. we don't know who's going to be in it, but like if if you right. can pick like an ending of of a like a surprise. Okay, like like in Mandalorian, Luke Skywalker shows. Oh, it's like one of those holy spoilers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sorry. Right. So it, let's say it was one of those moments. Like they introduce someone that you were not expecting, it's gonna blow your mind, but it makes sense in 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 the theme of the show. Who who would it be? Who would you want to see? Yeah, probably Charles Xavier because it, it uses mutant powers to like like repair her mind or something like that. Dude, Magneto. Can you imagine if Magneto oh, cool. shows him like I'm your father? What? Like oh my god, you know. That's I think that's going to be the the mind f right there because in the Fox X Men universe it's it's clearly stated that Quicksilver's father is Magneto. I mean they actually yeah. say that in the movie, right? And he has a little sister Wanda in the show. They're not. I mean, in the movie, he has a little sister Wanda in the first movie he's in. Yes, can you imagine if if the guy that plays Magneto is like, 
He shows up. Holy crap. Yeah, Fassbender. That'd be interesting. That'd be mind-blowing. I was like, oh my god, this is it. You know? Or instead no, of like... No, funny if he shows up, if she, if, if he shows up and Wanda recognizes he goes, Papa? And yeah. he's like, what? <laughs> or, or, or he shows up by her saying, mutants. You know, yeah, instead of like, well, no more yeah, mutants, like she, she says mutants, and then more boom, more. he shows up. <laughs> we'll see. All right. Although, uh, freaking internet man, I, you know, I knew Evan Peters was going to show up in this stupid movie, in this, in this show. And uh, the internet ruins it. They ruin everything. Stop being in the internet, internet. Oh, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know. I, I like when I, I when I watched the show, I was like, holy crap, he's here. You didn't know he was going to be in the show. Well, no, you mentioned he was going to be in the series. I didn't know he was going to be in this episode. I thought he was going to be yeah. like the big reveal at the, like the last episode. Yeah, but I, that's my thing. Like I knew as soon as the door knocked, I'm like, oh, P- Pietro. I didn't want to know that he was going to be in it because they didn't advertise it. It's just you can't escape some of this stuff, though. Well, you know, I still think they do a good job as much as as, yeah. as difficult as it is. As it is I, I still think I think Marvel does a, a better job than, than other people in regards to keeping things a secret. True that. Yeah. OK, now we're done. <laughs> Peace. Peace.